All right, now we're ready. So tonight, um, as I already mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit about community. And that's a term that just gets thrown around a lot in the church. Um, just community this, community that, like something you probably should be in. Um, but I don't think we necessarily talk about the details of it enough. And the fact that like, there are like expectations of community. Um, and I think that scares a lot of people because that makes them want to just kind of dip a toe into community and not really figure out more about it. Um, but it's something that is really vital. And so we'll be in several different passages, but uh, to start with, so as a member of the body, that's the body of Christ, like this isn't just any community, this is specifically spiritual community through Christ. Um, so as a member of the body, we need support, encouragement, we need to be challenged, and we need mercy when we fail. Um, and I don't think any of those things are shocking. Like we all know we need those things. But the more difficult part is the fact that we know we need those things, but we don't necessarily realize that we need to give those things just as much as we need them. Um, and so to start with, we'll be in Hebrews chapter 10, um, verses 22 through 25. And that says, Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So first of all, there's three things there that the author says, like, let us do. And those things are, let us draw near to God, let us uh, hold fast to the hope we have, and finally, let us spur one another on to good love and good deeds. And I don't know about you, but uh, when I think back over my time as a Christian, I don't think I considered drawing near to God and spurring one another on to love and good deeds as like equal things. But that's what the author's saying here. It's like this is equally as important as drawing near to God. And so um, with that spurring on to love and good deeds, um, what, is it, what does it take to do that? Well, it says there um, to keep going. It says in meeting together and in encouraging one another. So uh, it's been a long time since I rode a horse. I think I was like five when I rode a horse last um, anybody here rode a horse with spurs before? Nobody? There you go. So tell me about the spurs. What, what do the spurs do for you? <laughs> yeah. So when, when you touch the horse with the spurs, does he like kind of meander or does he kind of get, get his butt in gear? There you go. So that, that's the idea. So um, I, that's what I assumed happened, but I mean, I've never done it. So, but... So this idea of spurring one another on to love and good deeds, like this isn't just a gentle like, okay, take my hand, little Johnny, we're going we're gonna to go do some love and good deeds. No, that's, this is like exhortation. This is a big deal. Um, and so with that um, exhortation to love and good deeds, there's a couple of things that come with that. First, it's encouraging. So, I mean, yeah, with the horse, maybe the spurs aren't quite as encouraging, but um, as we are encouraging one another, as we're spurring one another on to love and good deeds, we can, when somebody's doing something well, we can say, yeah, you're doing a great job. Um, 
Oakland Avenue crew, like y'all have people over to the house all the time. You're doing great with hospitality. Keep it up. Um, the people who have the game night on Friday nights, that's uh, Keith and Eva and Ariel. Y'all are doing great. Keep it up. Um, we need to hear those things when we're doing something because um, as it says elsewhere, like it's easy to grow weary of doing good. And so we need to hear those things. And you need to be um, giving that encouragement when you see it. But on the other hand, more of the, the spurs with the horse, there's also a challenge that comes with spurring one another onto love and good deeds. Because um, as some people are doing a great job with those things, there's others who aren't. And that's the situation where it's like, okay, I see, like, you're good at this. You should do it more. Um, give the horse the spurs, you know, get it going. Um, and that is something that it's really easy as a Christian to just kind of feel like you need to sit in the back or it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not a strong enough Christian to do these things or I'm not far enough along in my faith. I can't, I'm not old enough. There's all those excuses. But when the community says, no, you can do it. Um, I challenge you. Then all of a sudden everything changes. And so that's the first exhortation is to be spurred on to love and good deeds. Next, uh, we have Philippians chapter 2, uh, if I can get there, um, and that's verses 1 through 4. So, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. And so, in this passage, we have a second or exhortation, and that's to be humble. And when I, when I think back over my time as a Christian, there's a couple of pitfalls um, that's easy to fall into uh, rather than being humble. The first of that is to be prideful. And, I mean, that's pretty obvious. That's like the opposite of humility. Um, but as a Christian, to be proud is perhaps to look around, this is how it was for me, is to look around and see other Christians and be like, oh, man, I, I got some struggles, but I'm not struggling like that guy. Or, man, he, he's still struggling with that sin? Man, that's, that's terrible. Um, or, it's like, oh, well, that guy, he's a goody two-shoes, so I don't have to be as good as him. But, that's the, that's the temptation, is to be prideful like that. But what that does is it, is it leads to a hard heart. And a hard heart cannot be merciful. And this is a huge part of community, is to be able to have mercy towards our fellow believers. Because we expect it. When we fail, we expect for people to be merciful with us. Um, but we are very slow to give that mercy. And the hard heart that comes from pride completely um, makes your heart ice cold and you cannot be merciful. And then the other pitfall is to take humility and twist it a little bit. And that's to say, well, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of problems, but I don't want to burden anybody else with it. And in theory, that sounds like, it's like okay, yeah, that's noble of you. Um, but what that leads to is you start to think that my problems are unique. And your problems are never unique. Your problems are the exact same problems everybody else has. Uh, but when you don't 
tell every other people that you have those problems, then all of a sudden they start to think that you're perfect. And then they don't want to share because it's like, well, I can't share with the perfect guy because he's never done anything wrong. Um, and what that leads to is nobody sharing. And if nobody's sharing, then your community hits a brick wall. Because you can only talk about football for so long. And you can only talk about how your day was for so long. Because eventually it has to get beyond that. And so if you can't be vulnerable with one another, then you can't have community. Then lastly, we have uh, where oh, Ephesians, sorry, chapter 4, verses 15 and 16, and then 22 through 25. Beginning in verse 15. Be very careful, then, how you live. Oh, sorry, wrong chapter. Here we go. Technical difficulties. Uh, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Then verses 22 through 25. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by his deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. And so this first part here, this is the goal of community. This is the point of encouraging one another, being vulnerable with one another, supporting one another, and challenging one another to become a body joined together that builds itself up in love as each part does its work. We, as we build each other up, then we become a functioning unit. If your body has a problem, like if your arm's bleeding, you're probably going to take care of it. If you've got a headache, you're probably going to take some ibuprofen or something. And so, as a functioning body, we take care of each other. The temptation for um, so many people is to hold ourselves back from community. But if we hold ourselves back, then I can't carry your burdens, you can't carry my burdens, and then all of a sudden we're just carrying our own burdens, and what's the point? We're just stumbling along like we've always been stumbling along. But it doesn't say in our last passage to um, watch out for your own interests. It says to watch out for the interests of everyone else. And so instead of me carrying my burdens by myself, all of a sudden I have like 20 people carrying my burdens. Uh, that, that works a lot better than one person carrying my burdens. Um, but I don't have to carry my burdens because I'm carrying other people's burdens and they're carrying mine. And that's the point of the body, is it's supposed to function as a body. And when we aren't sharing, we aren't supported, encouraged, challenged, and being merciful, then we aren't a body. And so that, as I bring us to a close, we have a couple questions, and that's, what do you need to do to be built up? 
Are you being vulnerable? Are you doing the steps it takes to be there for each other and to be cared for as you care for others? And how can you do a better job of being a functioning member of the body as you watch out for each other, as you encourage one another, as you spur one another on to good love and good deeds? Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for um, the community that you created. You created us to live in community, not to be by ourselves. I thank you that you count this as important as drawing near to you, because this is what it takes to be able to draw near to you. I pray that we would just um, go forward from here and really dwell on um, how we need to do community better. I just thank you for your love and thank you for your son. All these things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.